0: Frequency of heaven Hello and welcome to the Frequency of Heaven podcast. This is Pastor Caleb and we are here in Smithville, Missouri. The podcast is traveling across state lines these days. So it's really cool. We're at the Underwood home. We are with Roger and Melissa at their dining room table and we are talking God stories. We're talking about getting on the frequency of heaven. So this is February. This is the month of love. And so I've been interviewing a few couples. We're getting into this tonight and we've been talking and fellowshipping, and um, I think that we have some neat testimonies about how being uh, led by the Lord on His frequency has uh, impacted our lives. And so, and actually, Melanie is here. She has said she's not going to pipe in a whole lot, but <laughs> you never know what the Holy Spirit might do. So, everybody, say hello. Hello. Yeah. And uh, so we're gonna get started here. So Roger and Melissa, thank you for having us over. Thank you for a, a wonderful supper. God bless you guys. So I, d- I just started off very simply with this question of what's what's some of your God stories and you guys confessed you don't you were never addicted to crack <laughs> <laughs> like the old Tim no. Hawkins joke he's a he, he's a Christian comedian that we like and um, he's he, great I, oh so you know like Tim Hawkins, so he yeah. have you heard him say that he'll
1: his, his songs are like his oh, yeah. parodies but yeah, yeah.
0: He'll, he'll do the thing where he's like he he talks about that guy who has the greatest testimony and and, and he he's joking but he's Like I wish I was addicted to crack. I don't have a good testimony. Like so, you know, they they started off tonight, kind of talking about how they, you know, Steve and Pam. You know, Steve has a story where he, um, you know, he almost died, and and some people have those kind of stories, but God doesn't just lead us in those dramatic moments. There's these all kinds of ways that we can get on God's frequency and we can be led by Him. And so, um, Melissa, why don't you start? You were kind of sharing a story uh, in your life when you knew God was guiding you and and speaking to you and helping you. Tell us about that. Is
1: this the college? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, Well, we started our friendship, Roger and I did, when we were very young. And there was a time when I was ready to go to college, and he's a year younger than me. So... I'm going to go be a big college campus freshman and he's just a high school senior just. in Kansas city. So, um, so I thought we, we needed to take a break cause we dated for, I don't know, eight or nine months for a little while, but, Turns out that wasn't the plan because <laughs> I had a, a calculus class that about kicked it my lives. rear end. I love <laughs> this. Lo and behold, I knew somebody who was really good at
0: math. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Ghost can't use calculus. I love it. <laughs>
1: so that's a, definitely brought us back together, and I think I started going home on weekends a lot more after, <laughs> after all that ball got
2: rolling. So. What, what was your final grade? <laughs>
1: I don't I think a C. I think I passed. Aww. Aww. I'm not, I'm well, not I, so
2: proud. You didn't
1: do the homework for me. <laughs> yeah. If you'd have done it for me. But, but
0: without you, it would have been way worse than I would have
1: is still a- be in calculus
0: class <laughs> right? Well, I love that because, you know, I mean... Come on, like most guys, they go out, they get they get the car, they get the great job, they get the <laughs> Roger, it was calculus, you know? And it's God, the brain.
1: God moves
0: yeah. in mysterious ways. So I love that. I love that. And obviously, I mean you've had an impact at our church and your mm-hmm. kids and God wanted you together. It was meant to be, and he used mm-hmm. calculus. So Perfect. That's, cool. Right. that's cool. Well Roger, you were telling, you were also sharing um uh, tonight as we were just kind of talking about a time you went through in your life that was that was really hard, but God made a way
2: for you. He made a way out. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. I I knew from a young age that uh, I wanted to write software. I was that that, <laughs> that computer nerd. Um, went to college, got the degree. I knew the company I wanted to work at. I worked um, interviewed with Cerner Corporation. Uh, Got a job and worked with great people over the years, um, writing software. Um, Did some project management, did some executive management, and uh, got to travel the world and and see things all over the world uh, representing Cerner. And uh, the last last three years uh, there were tough. Um, I had volunteered to be in charge of... uh, the software that needed to be written for a, a big project in in England, wow! And it it was one of those projects where I had all the responsibility and very oh. little authority. Oh no! One of those projects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I I had volunteered for it, and I was I was going to do everything in my power to make sure that we succeeded. Yeah. Um, so I. A lot of pressure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, had to make several trips to the UK to stand in front of uh, commissions wow. and give reports on oh, wow. why things weren't on time. A lot of pressure. <laughs> so Melissa jokes that my hair was not not gray <laughs> wow. at the time. But quickly turned gray. It did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so that was 2005 to 2008. Um, and it was... I, I worked... I worked the UK day, portions of the UK day, I worked all the US, US day, um, and it was just killing me, mm-hmm. quite honestly. In fact, I, lots of our days ended with me <laughs> down here at the table working on a laptop, mm. telling Melissa goodnight yeah. <laughs> on the landing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you were always, I'll just put this in there, so great, I was a stay-at-home mom. You'd walk in the door and it was like, the kids were yours and I got to go be Aww. myself, but bath time was his. He Aww. just did. And then once the kids were in bed, then he right. sat down he at the coffee table. Did you sleep did
0: during
2: this <laughs> season of your life? Yeah. Very little. So, oh my God! Sorry to interrupt,
1: but that was... <laughs> yeah. It,
2: but it it was that for three years. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it was just, just killing me and affecting us, affecting the family. So I, I wasn't actively seeking... Um, Another job, but some former coworkers that I was had a good relationship with had left and and work gone to work for another company in town, um, and just out of the blue they contacted me. Now, did they leave because they
0: were stressed out and overworked, <laughs> or was
2: their reason uh, yes. different? In fact, <laughs> in fact, t- three of them, there were four of them, three of them had left because of that same project that I was oh, working on. Oh wow. Uh, they worked on a different aspect of it, but it was all the same thing in, in England. Um, so I went to lunch with them, and uh, I thought it was just a lunch, and <laughs> it turns out it was an interview. Um, but the next day, they said, we'd love to have you come work work for us. That's awesome. That was... So I worked for Cerner for 15 years, um, and in April of this year... It will have been 15 years at this oh, okay. company. Okay. So I'll finally work. Have been working for this company longer than. Oh, okay. The prior company, but it's been um, just night and day difference on on health, yeah. On relationship, <laughs> on everything. Um, so absolutely, God, God led. He, I mean, he knew what I needed. Yeah. He put it in front of me. Helped us make all the right decisions.
1: It was scary too. It was oh, a big yeah. pink cut. It was a giant pay cut. I remember the phone call when you called me on your way from. I don't know if it was after the lunch or when it was, but it was just like this weight. It yeah, was gone. Pressures um, off. It was a, Yeah. And it was. It was scary, but I felt like this is the right thing. You mm-hmm. have to do this. This is. We'll figure it out.
0: Right. That makes me think it was spiritual when I hear that because. When it's a pay cut, but it feels like a weight is coming off, that's now during this time. King reflecting that three year period, do you ever remember praying about that or asking any pray? Mm-hmm. What was like the spiritual atmosphere in through that transition?
2: Absolutely, it was, it was help. I'm <laughs> drowning. Yeah, I'm drowning. Help. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, that was the prayer. But it didn't come the very moment you no, prayed it the first
0: time. No, no, no,
2: no, So that, yeah, yeah it, it was, it was totally God who, who led, led me, led us through that time. Yeah. Was there any scriptures or any verses that afterward,
0: during or afterwards, it kind of gave you peace or guided you
2: in some way? Yeah. In fact, I mean, this, this is my verse, um, because there's there's very little I do in life that isn't planned. <laughs> every everything I do has a plan. We were talking yeah. about a Disney World trip earlier. Oh and, yes, <laughs> and it's months down the road, and I'm planning now. And. Um, that's but, why we
0: like you on the church board. Well. <laughs> some of us just like to shoot from the hip, but we know. Deep down, we know we have to have the planners. <laughs> okay. We all end up broke.
2: Yeah. So, so uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. Ooh. Uh, for, I, for I know the plans I mm-hmm. have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope in the future. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a good one. That's my verse. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. And he got you through that. He led you. He led. You. And you didn't answer initially your prayers. The moment, they're probably that you. I think there's something cool. I, got, I there's a few times in my life, and Melanie, I know you probably had that too, where, you, you that, the moment you talk about the burden being lifted off it, like it is, it's almost like a physical backpack of rocks mm-hmm. being there's like like something off your chest, like you can breathe different.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, and it just. I can get up in the morning and and be happy mm-hmm. to go yeah. to work. It, it wasn't like that for years. Yeah. Uh So it just it, absolutely physically different. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Praise God.
0: Thank absolutely. you, Lord, for breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool, yeah. cool. Melissa, you had your story about Stony Point and how God used Rachel. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah that sure. was. That's again. It's one of those you don't really expect it to happen, Mm -hmm. and it just does, and you look back and you think, no, it all makes sense, and it was totally divine, Mm -hmm. but there was a time, and again, I'm not going to remember the years very well, but um, several of our close friendships at the church ended for different reasons. Some some people moved, some people were very unhappy, you know, just the whole, it's just the natural progression of change, Mm -hmm. but it was a really really hard time for us um, and it kind of coincided with our kids being the age of we want them to have some really good influences um, of Christian kids and you know not that it always happens this way but we thought that they needed to go to school with the Christian kids in Smithville or go to church or something Is that right? so that they'd have that good influence supposedly um just kind of throughout their whole, you know, school mm-hmm. and church and, and just all that. Um, so we decided it would be best if we changed churches for a while. Um, and it was very difficult because... What rather, would your mom and dad
0: say? I'm so curious. <laughs> <laughs> our parents
1: were very supportive. Okay. I mean... I can't ask for better parents. Yeah, that is. Yes. <laughs> I just I, and Nick yours too, but I mean, just for me personally, my mom just still say, "We'll take you and we can get you." That's her yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, it's just such a blessing to have the kind of parents who are not, mm. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it was still hard. I mean, Roger's whole, he's gone to that church since before he was born. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hello. so many generations, and so it was. It was a big decision, and it was hard, and I know it, it hurt some people. Um, but, both kind of in the middle of all of that, Rachel had signed up to go to CIY with the Stony Point youth. And I think it might have been a Colorado trip year, but I'm not, not sure, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but um, the friendship that she made on that trip is still, she's made lifelong. Friends. And these were kids, they weren't even like in, I think they even went to like, they're in Shawnee or somewhere, not necessarily in that community, but just because that person was here and God orchestrated this trip and Dave Emerson went on that trip and he was kind of new and it just, everything just clicked in a way that wow. we did not see we just, we thought, sure, our kids need to be...
2: It was not our plan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the church up here we found was fantastic, great mm-hmm. preaching, the music. I mean, the full, you know, it was the whole package, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the plan. And it was very clear. If we had taken our kids out of the Stony Point environment, it, it well, who knows what would have happened. Yeah. But it was just an obvious answer. And of course, we had prayed about it, you know, seeking and needing an answer. But that was a very, that was a very clear one, and then it just felt right.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And we did organize this podcast just to make sure that anyone listening and thinking about leaving, know. <laughs> no, just just kidding. <laughs> I didn't know that you were going to tell that story, but I'm glad I made it on a podcast. Yeah. But um, no, that's that's cool. Um, I when I hear that story, I think. I bet your parents were praying behind the scenes. Oh, <laughs> I bet your parents Because whenever I hear something click, like all those things fell into place. But, you know, God's ways, way they're higher. And I'm sure you were praying for wisdom
1: yeah, it
0: was, throughout, you know, the Lord is this the right decision.
1: It was big. Yeah. Just, we both grew up in the church yeah. and just the deep friendships that we had and it you know, was like tearing yourself out from the roots yeah. kind of
0: thing. but. But yes, it,
1: was, the, it wasn't a flippant, yeah,
0: type mm-hmm. decision. And your motive is for your kids. You know, mm-hmm. it's not not like a selfish decision. And you are, you're at Stony Point, and you've stayed there. And I'm sure it, God begins to make it clear through your kids in all these ways that you know He was in this. Was mm-hmm. there any scripture for you, Melissa? That. Um, Maybe you saw it right then, or maybe looking back now, you can see, oh, this scripture fits that season.
1: Hmm. Uh, The one that I would really come back to, it may not necessarily apply directly to this situation, but kind of my dark night of the soul, I call it, was just a, I'm trying to deal with depression and anxiety. And I just, I remember just one night, having that feeling like everything's closing in and I can't breathe and I can't do this so I got out of bed and I I grabbed um, a Bible and I did the thing you're not supposed to do or you just let it fall open oh, Yeah, back. I do that all the time. It's yeah. <laughs> actually. But you know, and there's so many different versions, you know, you've got the NLT, the ESV and the all the things and before I I was it was dark and I was feeling that pressure and I just remember thinking I feel so defeated Mm. and defeated was just the word that kept coming into my mind so I get up and I get this bible and I go in my closet and I let it fall open and what does it say (laughs) he will not let you be defeated
0: whoa
1: I mean of all that's like the only version that might use that word, yeah. that specific word, and it's it's Psalm one twenty one three, and I have it tattooed on my back because it was such a, it was one of those. There's no coincidence here. This is, this is God. But it, it. I mean, it, and it might have coincided kind of with the, you know, that whole, Cerner and that that whole thing that Roger was going through too, because it was hard on us. Um, but that's been my verse. I just it meant so much to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it really dovetails well, into the, you know, the kid type of thing, but that's...
0: What's cool about both of your stories and both of your verses is like, we, we forget, you know, we have this all-powerful, all-knowing God. We know that. And, you know, you've been taught those things. You know, He's, he's everywhere. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. All these theological things. But He is for us he sees our battle whether it's anxiety in the night or a job that feels like it's about to kill us he knows when and how to meet us there to keep us from being defeated even when it feels like we're buried he gets us out Mm -hmm. and i think this was so i think this was awesome about hearing these stories i think it's good for me to relive my stories like that because like Mm -hmm. you know it reminds me for the next time you know (laughs) you're going through a battle and hearing you guys say this, though, is awesome. It's very, very encouraging to me. And you, you said you, this morning in my, in my office, I didn't mean to do this, but it, the, my Bible, I literally opened it and went right to Ezekiel 37, dry bones. I'm like, oh, I just read this one. I, but I felt, I, I'm, I'm testifying, because now she testified about that. But some <laughs> of you, the reason we think God doesn't speak to us that way, sometimes I think, is because we forget we forget where he says, uh, let the little children come to me. He also says, unless you change, become like children. This is very childlike to just mm-hmm. let your Bible fall open. <laughs> we think it has to be like this very sophisticated system. But sometimes <laughs> it literally, he you know, now, everyone listening tomorrow, or from everyone on the podcast, i going to be like, I'm going to let my Bible fall open and see what happens. But the, that happened this morning. And I reread, I was kind of a little bit stressed out about something this morning. And I reread the the story of the Valley of Dry Bones and I prayed the exact, there's kind of a step-by-step process there and that's just, and it really encouraged me and I've been thinking about it all day and so, for all of you who have your scheduled reading plan, do that. That's awesome. <laughs> but once in a while if your Bible falls open <laughs> to Psalm 121 or Ezekiel 37 or, have you ever had that happen, Mel? You haven't said a lot, Melanie. Have you ever, have you ever had your Bible just fall open and you I fit. do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more than I do structured reading. <laughs> so give me something.
1: It, yeah. it it kind of yeah. makes it more like yeah. it's a personal, like a yeah. love yeah. note. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. you know it's yes. it's not planned, it yeah. just happens and well all scripture is inspired, so anything you read is can yeah. be good for that day. You just have to apply it. So yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I so, sure. can, can I throw in one more thing? Mm-hmm. Melissa's story about our kids in the youth program, and we grew up. I mean, we really became good friends as kids in the youth program. That was our that was our. We've talked about this in the past. That was our social. Um, <laughs> that's how we we didn't have social media, right? That that was how we <laughs>
1: oh,
2: yeah. um, interacted: Bible bowl and church youth groups, and and then for many years, I don't know how many, but Stony Point. Lost that it, it didn't have a focus on youth, and now we do again. And I just think that's that's fantastic. And yeah. if anybody's listening, get <laughs> get your kids involved um, yeah. in youth programs. It's you
1: might meet your future. You might meet your future. <laughs> 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 there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's cheering on the <laughs> sidelines. <you> <laughs> I just God.
2: think I think that sets. No, there's... There, there's a few things a church should be good at. Right, should focus on. Yeah, I think youth is one of them. Yes, like worship is one. I think youth is one, and yes. storehouse is one. Yes, you no. Know? <laughs> but uh, I just think it's great yeah. that the church is focusing on that. Yeah, yeah, cool, awesome.
0: We're getting all. We're getting testimonies, encouragement. We got all kinds of awesome stuff on this. This episode of Well, thank you guys so much for being on. This was awesome. I hope it's not the last time that you'll yeah. you'll be on with us. Um, but God bless you again. Thank you, and uh, let's all just say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. goodbye. Thanks for listening. God bless you. May He keep you and make His face shine on you. Have an awesome week, and remember, stay on the frequency of heaven. God bless you. Bye bye. On the frequency of heaven, I want to be on the frequency of Christ.